welcome to the Spooky Stoners podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Dina. Thank you for joining us on our uh, on this podcast. We talk about witchy and spooky shit that we love to talk about and hopefully you love to listen to. And as the title of our podcast suggests, we do this while smoking a little Mary Jane. So buckle up, kiddos, and let's go. Yay! Yay! We just got back from Paracon. Paranormal convention. Here in Pensacola. I think there's more Paracons than just here. Yeah, this one was in Pensacola at the fairgrounds, and it was so cool. It was oh fun. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I had a blast. It's been a fun packed day, because I started off like at 6 a.m. with yeah. a yard sale. Yeah. That was and cool. then went straight into Paragon, and now we're recording. Yeah. We're just busy bees. Busy bees. But also, I'm not doing anything else for like seven straight days. <laughs> like, I'm not leaving my house. So, you have to get it all out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And then I'm done. Yeah. Then I'm done. So, should we just go in and tell my scary story? Are we going to tell your spooky story on here? Yes, I think we should. I think we should tell your spooky story. Because it was very, very spooky. It was. And my husband laughed at me (laughs) and told me he was going to Baker Act me because of this. And I find that... Extremely offended, offensive. I mean, he would starve, so. Yeah, he would. Um, okay, so this is what happened. I am chilling at home. I'm on my computer. Dina FaceTimes me or video chats me or whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, and we're talking and the power of my house goes up. That's not a big deal. It's, yeah. You know, it happens all the time. And then as, like, the house was starting to turn on, things were starting to turn on, you know, like, uh, the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and it would beep, and then Google Home went off, and it beeped, and, like, the microwave beeped, and the oven beeped, and the fridge fucking beeped. Everything was beeping, and every time it beeped, I, like, jumped, and I was like, okay, it's just this one thing. Then I hear something that does not sound like my house. <laughs> Turning back on. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it was, but it sounded like my kid. See, I'm even getting paranoid just talking about it <laughs> in my house right now. It sounded like one of the kitchen table do- uh your dining chairs chair. yeah was getting pulled across the floor. That's what it sounded like. And I was like, "Huh." But I was like trying to like rationally think in my head. I'm like, "Is that the AC? It could be the AC turning on." I was trying to think like in my head what it could be turning on. And I do like a look to the side and Dina's like, "Who's yelling?" I think I said, who is he yelling at? Because I thought your husband was, like, on the phone in the other room. Yeah. Shouting loudly. That's what I heard through the phone. Yeah. Because you hadn't said anything. The power went off, and you went silent. And you didn't say anything. And I was, like, not really paying attention to you. And then I heard yelling, and I saw that you were looking to the side. And I was like, who's he yelling at? (laughs) And I looked at Dina, and I was like, stop playing no one's here. Yeah. So that was terrifying. And I was like, I was like, stop, stop. Nope. Nope. <laughs> don't. We're not doing that. I've been watching uh, Haunted Towns all day because it was daytime. My husband was coming home at night. So I was going to be safe. He's closing tonight. So this is going to be really fun tonight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So after she says that, then the alarm system goes off. But not the new alarm system that I just had installed. My old one. The one that's not supposed to be hooked up. 
Yeah. It starts going up. It goes beep, 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 beep. Freaked at me out. I fucking ran out the house. I was gone. <laughs> and so I'm trying to calm myself down. Dina's still on the phone with me, talking to me. And, like, yeah. she's like, yeah, that was real creepy. It was real creepy. And I said, she said, I feel like I'm overreacting. And I said, I mean, that was terrifying. And I'm not even there. So... <laughs> I'll just stay on the phone with you as long as you need me to. That's fine. <laughs> so I call Philip, and I told Dina before I called him. I was like, he's going to tell me the one thing that I don't want to do. I don't want to go back into the house and turn off the alarm system. Because logically, the alarm system went off, you turn it off. But I'm just like, why did it go off? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So I don't even know how long you had to talk me talk to me before I was finally able to go into the house and turn the alarm off. It was, I mean, it was a little bit. And then I stayed on the phone with you while you checked the house. Yep. And then I, and then I stayed on the phone with you a lot longer. And yeah. I, I think I took a break to take a shower at one point. And I was like, all right, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. Like we, and it was just so funny. Cause like I would run inside the house. Mm-hmm. I checked the kitchen to see how many chairs moved. It yep. did not move. I ran back out. I ran back in, I opened my back doors, and I ran back out. Mm -hmm. And then I ran through my house to my back porch, because I'm like, back porch is safe area, front doors air. And then room by room, I would go check it out, and I would go run to the back porch again. Yep. (laughs) And then I fucking saged this house like a motherfucker. Yeah, because that, I genuinely, like, I guess your power went off. You went silent, and you looked I finally, like, noticed that you were looking at the door of your office. And I thought Philip was home and yelling because I heard, like, a man, like, <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who the fuck is he yelling at? Is he on the phone? <laughs> like, I was sitting there the whole time thinking he was there on the phone. Nope. No. Totally home alone. It was Just super spooky. Me and the kitty. Yeah. But I saged. I salted. I black salted. I fucking used anointing oil, even though I'm not a big anointing oil person. <laughs> I said a prayer to the goddess. I did all the things. <laughs> no rock was unturned here. Because <laughs> I don't mind. Like, I really don't think I, I'm going to mind going to spooky places. Mm-hmm. But I don't want my home to be that spooky place. Yeah, no. Not at my house. And so at Paracon, um, they had two of the guys from Haunted town which you were there, watching which i was watching down when all this shit went down and so chris was there it was chris and mike were there and so chris was at the table and i was like i gotta tell you a story <laughs> and so i told him the whole story and he's like yeah that happens to me too he said I, it happens in his office too which is where you were that was funny i thought yeah but he said that he'll be on the phone with his girlfriend, uh-huh. and she'll be like, who was there? Because it will be a female voice in his office. Oh. I bet that got him in trouble a few times. A few times. <laughs> that would suck. Until he's like, let me FaceTime you real quick. Yeah. And you can see, it's just the, the ghosts. It's fine. Just the ghosts. But he also had, like, another scary story that he said. That during oh, his yeah. uh, Q&A time... That he had, like, an old truck, and he felt like something was in the back seat. And he had his, his the website for the haunted whatever, or the wraith, something that they're part of. He had the website on the back of the truck, and someone emailed him. 
Yeah. A psychic uh, emailed him and said, urgent, there's something in your back seat. <laughs> and literally, I got <laughs> goosebumps when he said that. He said he still gets goosebumps telling that story. Uh, My thing is, he said that he felt like he had something in his back seat for a few months. And why would you not do anything about that? You would think he would like, do something. A he few knows. months. Yeah, like, I do something about it. Don't, that's like, to me, not taking it for an oil change. Like, you gotta be in that car safe. Sage <laughs> that shit. <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a big fan of safety. And my car is gonna be safe. Okay. For sure. There's not gonna be no ghosty in there. Because I don't have time for that. What if you jump scare me in the middle of I-10? And I die. That's your fault. Now we're both ghosts. And now I'm gonna bother you for the rest of forever. It was your cat. It's fine. That was a big jump. (laughs) There was a small noise from her living room and she about jumped out of her skin. I did jump out of my seat. (laughs) Everything's good here. We're all totally not jumpy or scared. Now that spooky season has officially started. Spooky season has started. Spooky things are going on in Pensacola or Pensacola. Yeah. Because of Paracon. They yep. we were talking to some people and they're like, yeah, there's some investigations going on tonight. And we looked it up. And we almost deserted you guys and was like, We don't need to record that bad. We'll just go play. And then we didn't. Because they were sold out, really. <laughs> yeah. We we really did almost desert you guys. Sorry, not sorry. But what we could have done was the investigation in the car, record this episode of just being like talking about our shit. Yeah. And then we just save this episode for another time. Yeah, we could have. But instead, we didn't. We chose to come here and devote ourselves to you people. So selflessly. You're welcome. Had nothing to do with sold out tickets. Nothing to do with that at all. Or the fact that I had already spent $40 on books. Since we arrived. All the books. Listen, they really got me. It was the authors. Like the actual authors where they're selling their actual books. Those are the books that are my favorite books. Dina bought six <sighs> books. I bought four books and three were given to me. Okay. I came out with seven. Seven books and a stone. Yeah. Me, I paid for Reiki healing stuff going on because mm-hmm. I was very curious about it. Yeah. And a coaster. Yeah. That by the way, Ricky's pretty cool. It's interesting. Yeah. When she was doing the stuff, like I could feel tingling. Mm-hmm. But if the bang for the buck wasn't really there. It could be one of my chakras are closed. It could be she's new. I don't know. Yeah. I I'm not gonna totally say I'll never do it again. But if I had to choose between tarot readings and Reiki healing, I would probably do tarot cards. <laughs> yeah. I um lost my train of thought just there. You were, but there was something that I was going to say. I could tell that you were about to. Well, I was trying to read this here, and I'm blind, so I couldn't. But uh, anywho, yeah. Do we want to talk about NSYNC? Oh, uh, we could. <laughs> That's something else and we can talk about. one's episode. <laughs> my sister... Loves to send me all of the, like, millennial cringe stuff. Because she's like, you make me cringe. You're such a millennial. She sent me uh, that thing. I think I sent it to you about millennial women getting up first thing the other day to go and watch the NSYNC Hot Ones episode for Clues. She sent this to me and she said, did you see it already? And I said, yeah, I did. So shut up. (laughs) Like, shut up. Nobody cares. 
Well, they were dropping hints like crazy because oh I my think gosh, it was nuts. I, I think so I had a couple TikToks, and I think Hot Ones actually posted something about it too. Yeah. So I knew it was coming. I just didn't know what day it was, and I told. Oh, I thought you were about to call. No. I was um. And after the whole scary situation at home, yeah. I didn't want my house to be quiet. And so I was turning music on in my living room. And I saw Hot Ones had their new episode out with NSYNC. And I was like, Dina, I got to go. Oh, yeah, because we were on FaceTime at the time, as we usually are. Yeah. We are a lot. Yeah. That's fine. It's kind it's of a- we're. It's also because we're home alone all day because we work from home. And so it is, we're not really, like, talking to each other. We're just there. Like- Okay, no one's broken into your house yet. That's great. <laughs> there was someone. It's more a safety thing, really. Yeah. Really. Safety. Yeah. We're there just was looking some... out. We're not codependent, okay? <laughs> we're well, just for safety. Well, there was a time that, like, there was a good, like, 15 minutes or something. We weren't even talking. And then I started talking to you about a work thing. And you're like, wait a second. Sorry. I was <laughs> yeah, not I wasn't listening. paying attention to you I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so, that's yeah. what we do. Yeah. It's a thing. And NSYNC, paranormal, and ghosty shit, because it is fall. Today's fall for us. We're, yeah, we're, we're recording, we're recording on, Saturday. on May 1, which was our last episode. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you could. Go back one. Just saying. You could know. Instead, I'm not going to explain anything more about it. And the first May day Bond. of fall. No, don't even say that. Shush, don't tell them nothing. They have to oh. go watch or listen to the last episode. Please. No, you Cooler. don't get to know. Cooler weather. No, <laughs> don't tell them these things. There's a surprise mystery. So I was very upset this morning because it was super cool when I woke up. Yeah, and then and it got hot as fuck. Like by 10 o'clock, I was like melting. I was pissed because I went to outdoor things with my little kid and uh, like the flea market and stuff while you were doing your garage sale. Uh, and I was like, yo, this is way hotter than I expected it to be. I wore jeans. I know. We're such adults. We wore jeans today. We, I'm wearing a bra, you guys. Like, that's a big deal. That does not happen. I'm wearing a real bra, not a sports I'm bra. I'm not wearing a real bra. Don't be crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> yep. Um, but while we're talking about panic attacks and ghosty stuff. Yeah. And people who are more or less scared of whatever all the time. Everything. For whatever reason. Let's talk about how astrology is a little bit spicy psychology. Okay. Because that's my topic for today is your big three in nice. astrology. So your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. Got it. Okay. So if you don't know how to figure this out, cafeastrology.com. Uh, it's the best website ever. We'll give you a free natal chart and a full explanation. And they've been doing it for literally 50 years. I feel like if you found this podcast, you should know about it already. So here we go. You can figure out your big three there. You can figure out your whole chart there. But if you whole just chart. right. But you really need to like you need to know your whole chart, but you can get a pretty good gauge on other people and their astrological profile by their big three. So a lot like a lot of people these days you will hear, especially on the dating apps, I hear this happens a lot. The big three. What are your big three? Oh, I didn't I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, because you don't know just from the sun sign. You don't know shit from the sun sign. Because people all the time are like, I don't fit my sun sign. Astrology is not real. It's like, okay, have you read your whole chart? Actually, my therapist, uh, marriage therapist, 
said that once because he is an Aquarius too. He said astrology is not real. Yeah. Has he read his whole chart? No, I don't. Is that what so. you said to him? No, that's, that's what I would say to him. What's his name? I think Just I'm, kidding. Don't say that. I think I did tell him. I said, "Well, what's your moon?" And he's yeah. like, "I don't know." Yeah. See, you don't even know. But there was something I said. I was like, "Yeah, I'm an Aquarius, so this is what happened." I think it was something about emotions, because you know it was therapy. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly, spicy astrology. So what I find interesting about the big three is that for those who have studied any sort of astrology, you've heard of Freud, Sigmund Freud. Yes, and he talks about the three factors of human like uh, psychosis, kind of, or psychology, basically. But not, I don't know, that's not the right word. I can't think of it right now. Someone will know what I mean. But he talks about the id, the ego, and the superego. Got it. And so... But, by the way, we have to take us two steps back because I've heard the name, but I don't know who they actually are. They, aren't they, they... So... When you say that, I think about the magicians. Yeah. In Vegas. Yeah. Sigmund Freud, though, not Sigmund and Roy. Got it. That's why... Not Siegfried and Roy. Okay. No, no, this is so Sigmund not Freud. crazy. No, you're not. There's no. Siegfried and Roy. One of them did one of them get like eaten by a tiger? I think so. Okay. This is Sigmund Freud, the Okay. I've heard him called the father of modern psychology, but also everything was about penises. So I don't think he is really the father of modern psychology. Because he was literally like, the reason that women are sad is because they don't have a penis. What was that the guy who was like Women should masturbate. Yeah. Because they're erotic. Yeah. Or not erotic. Uh, erratic. Yeah. Like, women are so, <laughs> women are I mean, so sad should. because they don't have penises and they can't go fuck whatever they want. Basically. I mean, they should masturbate if they're erotic. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good plan. And you know what? Also, if you're feeling a little erratic, go masturbate. You'll feel better. But anywho, Freud talks about the ego, the superego, and the id. And so the id is, like, your base impulses, like, your your human part that's, like, you know, I must eat. I must have water. I must breathe. Our animal instincts. Right. Your superego is, like, your ideals and your morals and your perfect self. Like, your what you think is your perfect self. Not necessarily what is actually your highest self. But, like, you know, if I had a better haircut, I would get a better job. And blah, blah, blah. Like, that's... The part of your brain that thinks that. Okay. And that's super ego? Super ego. Got it. And then there's ego, which is your executive mediating between the id impulses and the super ego inhibitions. So the ego is supposedly like your rising sign. See? You see where we're going with this? Got it. So the ego is kind of like the what actually wins out and who you are. The super ego is like, here's I could be perfect. And then the id is like, I could literally just be I can eat, yeah, eat, fuck, and sleep. Yeah. That's all I need. And books. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get books. Listen, listen. I need all those books. Because one of them said that if I brought my signed copy to the movie premiere, I could go for free. Which may or may not happen. That's fine. But I can still get to go for free. So, I mean, I paid $10 for a book and a movie ticket. That, to be honest, we should have got that lady's number. I like, did. I got a card. Oh, yeah. Maybe she could be our manager. I know. She's kind of like my best friend. She loved me. She thought I was great. Everyone does. We should totally see if she, like, does multi-manager stuff. She, it, she, it was some sort of... Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, because... Oh, as, as we would say, we'll talk about it offline. Okay. Because <laughs> we're online right now. No, we're not. 
Anyhow, though, so Freud talks about, he kind of broke the human psyche down into three pieces. And I think that's really interesting that with your big three, you can kind of do that. They're not necessarily each one matches to the ego, super ego, and the id. Like, your son is not your ego. Your rising is not your super ego. Like, they don't necessarily match up in that way. Got it. To make up your psyche. Because the id, the superego, and the ego are very specific terms in psychology. And, like, I say, like, your mood controls your emotions. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All three of those in psychology control your emotions. Got it. So, but I just think it's interesting that there's the three. So just because there's three personalities, I right. guess, to the you. Right. And there's three things, the top three. Right. They don't equal each right. other all the time. Like, you so can't the say, sun, like, the moon is the id and the sun is the ego. That's not really how it works. Got it. I just think it's interesting that Freud broke it up into three. Because I think he was trying to do that with the sun, the moon, and the rising. But he was like, no, no, but it's science. <laughs> it's like, right. But that's not really what they're saying. <laughs> and also, he was, oh, my God. It was all about sex and penises. Yeah. All of it. Everything. That Freud talked about. He talked about, like, the reason that little girls like their dads more is because they realized that dad had the penis and mom didn't. And they kind of hated their mom for taking their penis. And it was like, that's not a thing that any little girl has ever thought. Like, mom, where's my penis? That sounds like that book from Chris, uh, Coral Castle. Yes. The guy who did it. Yes. That, I think I said that on that episode. I was like, oh. that's very Freudian. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, that's what they call, like, when you say something super sexual, it's a Freudian slip. Got it. Yeah, or when you, like, uh, call your teacher mom, that's a Freudian slip. Because, oh, my gosh. Because also Freud says every little boy wants to fuck his mom. Fabulous. And it's like, that's disgusting. And all moms should protect their children by fucking the boy. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yep. Ugh. Him and Freud would have been besties. Ugh. Yeah, that was some grody grossness. But I just, I'm glad we've evolved. Yeah, I am too. But when I, so I just think it's interesting because I've heard this spicy astrology or spicy psychology thing around witch talk. Got it. Uh, to describe astrology. And I think it is interesting. You can see parallels between psychology and astrology things. Well, even people who work at a psych ward, they're like, Full moon, yeah, crazies come out. Yep. ER people, full mm -hmm. moon, the crazies come out. Teachers. Teachers. Teachers talk about that, too. Teachers also say if it rains, the kids act crazy, too. Well, that's fair. I would, too. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks being stuck in a school all day. That I think it's funny that, like, as kids, it winds you up. But, like, as an adult, oh it my winds gosh. you down. Yeah, I need like, a book and a tea. Stat. Yes. Like, and probably a blunt. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. I hope it rains tomorrow. No, I have to do yard work. Fuck. Any hoogle. So, your big three, your sun, your moon, and your rising. Your rising is kind of like how you present yourself. Like, for example, I'm an Aquarius rising. So, people think that you and I are a lot of luck because we're pretty type A. Yes. And we, like, make lists and we do things that way because that's kind of how we function. So, your rising is kind of like how you function, especially at work. Got it. So, like, for me, I make a lot of lists at work. And then not really for myself. Yes. Or like I try to make lists for myself and I never do like it. really 
manage them. But for work, I have like folders and binders and everything's where it is because that's how I need to present myself at work. Yes. Is type A and that's fine. And so, uh, that's kind of like how you, especially when you're more uncomfortable, your rising sign is kind of like your mask almost like your armor. Okay. Of like, this is how I'm going to go out into the world to people who aren't my best friends or my family or even just good friends. You know what I mean? Got it. And then your son is like your highest self, like your, your really big strengths. Like I'm a Libra, so I'm really charming. And like, you have all the friends. I <laughs> No, there was this part in Barbie because everything relates back to Barbie now. Uh, there was this part in Barbie where she goes, hi, everyone loves me. <laughs> and I was like, literally, though, that's true. But it's just, I know in my brain, that's just because I'm a Libra and that's how I think. <laughs> it's not necessarily true that everyone does love me. Because I've also, like, had people go to lengths to tell me that they don't like me. And I'm like, I just don't care is really what it is. Yeah. Not that everyone loves me. It's, I just really don't care if you don't. Well, you're just stupid. I'm going to pretend that. that you do and move on with my day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Sounds great. So, yeah. And that, but that's one of my strengths is that I can also just pretend that people are just dumb, but they don't like me because I'm the best body doll. <laughs> that's a Libra thing too. And then your moon is kind of like when you're sitting by yourself and like your internal monologue, which for me is very obnoxious because my moon is in Virgo. So it's my sister who is like the most Virgo Virgo in the world. And she'll be like, did you make your eye doctor appointment? I'm like, no, shut up. I'm like trying to be stoned right now. <laughs> and it's like, well, should I make a list for that? That's what my rising says. And then my Libra self is like, but you just are just fine sitting here and being vibing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always, my Libra is really my biggest setback because my Virgo and my Aquarius are ready to go. Like they are ready to get everything in order all the time. And my Libra is like, it's not the vibes today, guys. It's not the vibes. We're not doing that. <laughs> and so we don't. Yeah. Because that's my sun sign. And so that's what we're going to do. Yeah. But I just think it's so interesting how, like, you can really see people's personalities in those three mm -hmm. so well. Like, even my son, he's a Taurus sun, Cancer rising, and a Scorpio moon. Ah, Scorpio. Yeah. So he has big emotions. and But like a Cancer, he doesn't necessarily show them all until he's going to explode. But then he explodes like a little baby. Yeah. Like not like a big scary thing like Scorpios do. Because Scorpios are scary sometimes. But, and he's also a Taurus. So really what he wants when he's upset is a snuggly blanket and a snack. And probably some hot cocoa and a movie. And yeah. that's going to work his whole fucking life. Like, when he's in his 50s. Future wives. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm Ramus, Because, yeah. This is it. Because of those three signs, I know. Like, he's going to have big moods. Big moods. And that's okay. What he needs <laughs> is a snack. Because every he is the most hangry child. If he does not eat, he is so hangry. And it's because of that little Scorpio moon pissing him off. And then his Taurus belly is like, I haven't eaten in 37 minutes. What the fuck? Because mm -hmm. he's a hobbit. He's just a hobbit. 
that's what it is. That just clicked for me. Yeah. He just wants to stay home and have snacks and watch TV. And he would really appreciate it if no one said anything mean to him because he will cry. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Like, that's how he's going to be. And that's fine. It's it, But it's just so funny to me because it's also like psychology would call that a hundred other things, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And they're all valid and accurate. But it, I think it's just funny, too, that I could I can figure that stuff out about him by those three things. Mm-hmm. Because it works. Every time he's snappy with me, I ask him if he needs a snack. And he always says yes. <laughs> he's always like, yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm like, well, why don't you eat, you little Taurus? You need to graze. Yeah. They're little bulls. You, I tell him all the time, I'm like, eat, son. You, you don't have, have a to whole tell fridge. Me. Yeah, I'm like, you don't have to tell me. You don't have to ask me. Whatever you want, go for it. Like, eat. I know you're going to graze. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. Because <laughs> you're a grazer, too. I am so bad about grazing. I'm really bad about it. I, like, won't. I. That's why I had to do that HelloFresh. Because I won't cook a meal mm-hmm. for just me. I'll just graze all day and all night. Yeah. Me, I have to have a meal. Yeah. No. Like, I might, like, scramble two eggs and eat that. But that's not even really a meal. No, you have to have bacon. Right. So that's still grazing, really. Like, I just cook little mini meals all day. <laughs> I don't know why. It's probably really inefficient. And but, oh, well. That's depending, how I on, eat. depending on who you listen to. Because some people are like, oh, yeah, snacking's great for, you know, dieting and for everything. And then other people are like, no, don't do that. You're going to eat so many Well, I feel like I do not get very great nutrition because I graze. Yeah, because it's normally cheese and crackers. Right. Well, I do eat a lot of cheese. And flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. I do eat less of those. <laughs> Because I'm in my 30s. And my body's like, huh. And we don't go to the office. You cannot have Flaming Hot Cheetos every day. Okay. And we also don't go to the office anymore. So I don't bring you that as a peace treaty. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) At least like once a month. Even when we were like in different departments. If I went to Walmart first thing in the morning before I came into work to grab my lunch, I brought Dina Flaming Hot Cheetos. Because if you did not bring Dina's snacks, you would be fired. Not really. I we I fired one girl, and she had not been there long. And she had to go and ask if she was actually fired. Because <laughs> I used to fire everybody. I, had not, I did not have the power to do that. And no one was actually fired when I said it. But I would tell them all the time that they were fired. I have used that line. I think that's the best customer service line. When someone is really, really mad at you, get on their side, right? Mm-hmm. And then tell them you're gonna fire whoever's responsible. Be like, I'm gonna go out there right now and fire them, and they will laugh <laughs> every time. Every single time I've said that to a customer, they've laughed. Yeah, and I've used it in restaurants. I've used it at the plant place. I have not used it at the new plant place yet. Yeah, you're still you're still getting your feet feeding there. Yeah, it's great. Because if anyone gets fired, it's you because you're the low person on them on the total bowl. Yeah, right. So I'm not sure. Unless who I could say we would fire. Unless it's invoicing. Also, because everyone's quitting. Oh my so gosh, there's that issue. <laughs> I can I actually really we can't fire anyone. That's yeah. some job security right there. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's definitely job security for <laughs> sure. But I, I like seriously. I want to go through like all the top three for like me and my kids and my husband. Everything. So mm-hmm. like we'd be like, it's this, 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 this. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can. But we don't have time for that. We can do that another time. 
Maybe. Offline. Offline. Yeah. Yes. Because it's, it is, I think it's just so interesting. Like, um, my ex was a Scorpio with a Scorpio moon and, oh, no, 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 Scorpio <laughs> with a Sagittarius moon and a Sagittarius rising. Sagittarius is like big fire, like wildfire, like uncontrollable fire. Right? Got it. And then Scorpio is like a hurricane. And I was like, that's why you hate yourself. Because <laughs> you're literally fighting yourself all the time. That must be tiring, though. Yeah. So, again, though. But not your problem. Spicy psychology. He does have mental health issues that need to be addressed. Like how he hates himself. Yeah. Because he's, I say because he's a Scorpio with a Sagittarius rising a moon. But psychology would say because he has serious mental health issues. Both are true. In childhood trauma. Yeah. Both are true. I think it's kind of weird that both our Scorpios have childhood trauma. I wonder if that's a Scorpio pro. It, I wonder if. Shout out in the comments section. That's what my kids always say. Because <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's a YouTuber. It's so cute. But uh, Scorpios, they should let us know. Let us know. Yeah. If Follow you us Scorpio, on Instagram. If you are a Scorpio with childhood trauma, you may be entitled to compensation from someone, not us. Definitely not us. But yeah, but maybe someone. Who knows? Check that out. See if they got a law against that. Childhood that, trauma. That would, that would be interesting. Take the but statute you, of limitations on that childhood trauma. You know what I'm saying? But you know if you try to take that to a scientist, they'll be like, well, between the th top three, yeah. the likelihood of a Scorpio having childhood trauma is But you know what huge. is crazy to me? This is what's really crazy. Scorpios are not the most likely murderers. Because they blow up before they kill? I think... I feel like I'm the guy from, like, uh... <laughs> I feel like they have a short fuse, but they don't, like, as far as a bomb, they don't go very far. Got like, it. it's like a short fuse, but it's like a... a Firecracker? Yeah. Like, like a, I'm really mad! Okay. I'm <laughs> Yeah. They get real worked up, and then they're like, oh. I'm cool. My bad. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a thing. Yeah. Is it my turn? It's your turn. I'm done. Spooky I'm time! Psychology for today. Okay. This is for me. Okay. I'm ready. Today, we're going to do another one of my favorite buildings in Pensacola. And I'm going to continue to ride this haunted theater train. Okie dokie. Today, we are talking about the Pensacola Singer Theater. Oh, okay. It was constructed beginning... Let me start that over. Construction began in 1924, so the Roaring Twenties. Nice. Which is my favorite. Also is now. It's the Roaring Twenties right now. <gasps> it is the Roaring Twenties. I totally forgot that. We could be having so much more fun with this decade. We started with a plague, just like they did. Okay. Did they start a plague? Yeah. The freaking influenza, man. Spanish flu. Oh. Yup. Yup. Slave doctors and shit, dude. Yeah. We are literally, like, repeating ourselves. There's a glitch in the matrix. Well, hopefully there won't be a prohibition because that would suck. Well, not for you, for me. But yeah, that would suck. It, I, I don't think it'd be alcohol. I think it'd be weed. Yeah. So stock up, y'all. Stock up? Maybe. We only have seven years left. Wait. 20, yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> not even because we're like most of the way through 23. I can't Six math. and some change. Any who's old. Sanger Theater. Yep, Sanger mm -hmm. Theater. 
Doors opened 13 months later and was called the Great, not Great, Grand Dam Dame. Oh my gosh. Let me try that over again. Okay. Construction began in 1924. Doors opened 13 months later and was called the Grand Dame of Palafox Place. Nice. There we go. I knew I could get it out. <laughs> the theater was built with Spanish broke at architecture, which Hogsworth from Beauty and the Beast would say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> every time, every time I hear that, that's all I can think about. During World War II, the Singer Theater showed news, new newsreels around the clock so that people would have continued news of what was happening on the other side of the world. Oh, that's cool. So this makes me flash back to, like, uh, Winter Soldier. Not Winter Soldier. Captain America. Uh-huh. When he was, like, in New York, and he went into the theaters, and it showed oh, yeah. the whole and they were So they were doing that all over. They were doing it all over. That's cool. Yeah. It, also, it, traumatizing, but cool. That's great. Well, I thought, I thought it was crazy that 24 hours... But, I mean, I guess they didn't have, like, TVs and news 24 hours now. Yeah. But even then, 24 hours? Who had the nighttime shift? Yeah. Who had the third shift? That sucks. Also, how were they getting these reels? From the government, I guess. Right, but, like, how were they coordinating that? I'm sure there was a whole, like, the footage is taken in your... Oh, sorry, I'm getting way off No, go ahead. Okay, the footage is taken in Europe, right? Got it. You can't email it. It got on a ship or a plane. There were barely planes, I think. There was planes. There were, yeah, I guess it's World War. This is the 40s. 20s. Uh, The 30s. Maybe 30s? It's after the 20s. The first World War or the second? Second. So, yeah, the 40s. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, it gets on a plane. That's a day. Or two. Or two. It gets, no, probably one, because all the way, well, I don't know. Could planes make it across the ocean then? Probably not. Yeah, they had to. No, oh. they didn't. They were on airline. The the boats, the big boats, the aircraft carriers. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We are not historians here. I'm just thinking it must have taken days. So really, even though they had 24-hour news rules, they were like three days behind. Sure. I definitely think so. But the newspapers wouldn't be. No, because oh. then they had the little... Yeah, they had the Morse code. Yeah. So they could have Morse coded. It could have been news anchors in the desk, like at the desk, reading out the Morse code No, stuff. I think it was just and reels. And then sending the reels out. No, I think it was just the reels because, Interesting. for instance... Um, I'm trying to, like, Yet figure again, out the logistics of all this. Another Disney movie, Up, he, uh, Mr. Fredrickson uh-huh. is in the theater as a kid, and he's watching newsreels. Oh, yep. And so I figure it's just like that, where they show... The boys. The boys. Fighting. Fighting with some, probably a news anchor talking over them in a very British and great sound yeah. voice. Buy these bonds. Yeah. Help our boys. Turn in your tin. It was also during this time of World War II, 
that seats were installed without springs so that all the metal could be used for the war effort. Yep, turn in your tin. Told you. Yep. Buy your bonds. Support the war. Can you imagine if they tried to pull that shit now? Oh my gosh. They're like, support the war, turn in your tin. 90%, well, maybe not 90, but a solid 50% of the country would be like, this is a no for me, dog. Like, I do no. not support this war. I'm not doing that. Fuck off. I just, I don't know if I, I feel like that was just such a better time that like the world, not the world, obviously, because it's World War II. Yeah. But the United States was as a whole together. And I feel like that's like a, a warm, cozy feeling. Okay. So here's the thing. There is nothing better for the economy or for patriotism than a war. I know. They, I actually, at the beginning of Biden's term, I remember telling my then husband, if he was really smart and if he really wanted to save the economy, he would start a war. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. It's but Scorpio. It's also terrible. Like, don't do that. But genuinely, that is the best. The, historically, we have had the biggest boom after wars. Yeah, because, I mean, look at the uh, Twin Towers falling. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everyone was like, America. Yeah. It didn't matter. And we were all best friends for a little while. And then, of course, we all were like, wait, you gays want to get married? Fuck off. And then it was a whole issue again. It was a whole issue again. But we're not to that yet because we're only in 2016, or uh, not 2016. The 40s. We are in 2060 now. Oh. Or oh. not 2060. Why do I keep on saying 20? I don't know. Oh, 1960. Yeah, this is back in the 1900s. Yes. As my mother would say. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I saw Dina's mom today, and she legit told me, that's so far (laughs) off. That was the 1900s. And I bent over, cracking up, because I was like, Dina told me you say that stuff. (laughs) And she's like, but it is. (laughs) Yeah. She's not wrong. It's just she's trying to be rude and make me feel old. Yeah. When she's older than me, you're literally my mom. Like, you're not just old enough to be my mom. You are my mom. Yeah. And you're old enough to be my mom. <laughs> She's your mom. Exactly. Um, it just cracked me up so much. But like I was saying, in 1960s, people were starting to have TVs in their home and going to drive-in theaters, so the theater wasn't doing well. The manager, the manager modernized the lobby and showed... I said... <laughs> Clockbusters. Clock, <laughs> 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 clock. Oh my god. Clockbusters. Clockbusters. It's movies. Yeah. About chickens. Yeah. Clockbusters. <laughs> so these clockbusters or blockbusters with chickens were Sound of Music. Nice. <laughs> and Lawrence of Agrabah. Arabia. Arabia. Sorry. I Agrabah is a... Disney. Not real. No, it's not real. <laughs> Someone was asked that, and they're just like, yeah, I totally know what Agrabah is. <laughs> That's funny. Anywho, uh, The Sound of Music is a masterpiece. <laughs> We're talking about World War II so much. Also, yes. totally off topic... Did you ask your husband how often he speaks, he thinks about the uh, Roman Empire? I have not, but I heard it's a thing. Yeah, I asked my stepdad how often he thinks about the Roman Empire, and he said, a lot, why? (laughs) And I was like, what? Why? Like, why is that such a thing? Someone said women do it about the Victorian era. 
And I was like, <gasps> yeah, I totally do do that. I more think about colonial times. That's yeah, about the same. It's, it's yeah. a little bit later. A little bit later. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I mean Victoria, Victoria, or I think about the 1950s where moms got to just chill at home and drink and take care of kids. Oh yeah, yeah. They were also like, and houses were cheap as fuck. Beaten, and that was legal. Uh, yeah, there is that part. But at yeah. the same time, would that happen to me, or would I just accidentally poison him? Right. See, that's the thing. Like, I will never understand how women have not poisoned more men. I think, did I say this to you? Maybe. About the whole dad going out to get a pack of cigarettes thing? I don't think dad went and got a pack of cigarettes. I think that mom said dad's done. Oh, yeah. I mean, you didn't tell me that, but it makes sense. Yeah, no, well, mine is still a lot. So, yeah, manager, try to modernize things with blockbusters and the lobby and everything. However, these changes didn't help enough, and the Sangre Theater closed its doors on November 13, 1975. Uh, it was then donated to the city of Pensacola, and with the help of the University of West Florida, the Sangre Theater was refurbished back to its 1920s glory. Yeah. Bring me the liquor and the flappers. I know. Is there a basement? I don't think I bet so. it was a Prohibition barrel. <gasps> what? I wonder what Prohibition era stuff there is here in Pensacola. I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. Yeah. I think I would like to hear about that. As an alcoholic? As, yeah. Where do they sneakily drink? Yeah. Um, i just like to know who really was like, oh, I can't be back with that. Law. I'm going to set up a whole bar. That's crazy to me. People we, set up whole underground bars, and the government was like, what? What? I don't know anything about this. No, hey, no, Joe, can I come over? About it. Yeah, the government didn't do jack shit about it. And they were like, it's prohibition. No, it's not. Anyway. Only, only the people who had the money got nice. the liquor. Yeah. It wasn't like you can go to the liquor store. You had to know someone. You had to know someone who knew someone. Yeah. And then knock on the door three times. And ask, is Joe there? Mm-hmm. And have a secret handshake. And and ask if this is Hernando's hideaway. <laughs> Hernando's hideaway. Ole. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the pajama game. Yeah, it's, it's stuck in my head. We did it in high school. Um, the Singer Theater was also updated in 1996. So here are the hauntings. Yeah. And I'm a little bit upset about these hauntings because there's not much here. Y'all just got a history lesson. Have a great night. Toodaloo. Aren't you bye glad bye. we didn't go uh, ghost hunting ourselves? I know. Right? <laughs> just kidding. There's a few. But I always get excited when I investigate old buildings because I go in thinking, wow, this building is haunted as fuck. <laughs> and then it's one or two things. And I'm like, really? This is it? It's kind of like going to a waterfall you've heard a lot about, but because it hadn't rained in a couple weeks, it's like a drippy faucet instead. <laughs> like, really? I hiked this far for this little thing? It's very frustrating. Anyway, here we go. Voices have been heard in the balcony when someone goes up there to check on it. No one's up there. Dun, dun, 
Dun! That's crazy. Orbs, of course, have been seen when people take pictures while in the Singer Theater. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Orbs. Or I dust. I think now, too, especially with these phones that we've got. I mean, my phone camera is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, if I get an orb on there, that's an orb. Like, remember Polaroids and shit? If yeah. you get an orb, you'd be like, ah, I don't know. That could have been anything. <laughs> but the thing is, it could also be dust. Yes, exactly. But on my phone, usually no. It's, yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never caught an orb on my phone. Well, a lot of... That's pri- what I mean, though. A lot of investigators say that with our phones now, you don't have to have a crazy amount of equipment. You have a phone. Mm-hmm. You have a recorder. Mm-hmm. You probably couldn't use a flashlight. Like, yeah. Well, but, like, you, got a well, you have a flashlight, but you can't use it for, to communicate, for instance. Right. So, I mean, you have stuff in your hand. And I've done that in the past, too, by trying to, like, at, uh, when I investigated the boards, I took pictures and mm. all that stuff. And there really wasn't anything in my pictures or my recordings. But you want to know what was on a recording? A fucking man shouting oh. while I'm on FaceTime. Not cool. Damn, that was scary. That was really scary. So... Back to the hauntings at Singer Theater. In the early 2000s, an off-Broadway show was setting up. An electrician was finishing up the lights when the lights started to flash like crazy. Uh, There was no reason for this to happen, and the electrician was a little freaked out by this. The only ghost known, wait, yeah, at the Singer Theater is a man that died with the boiler in the basement when the boiler in the basement exploded. So basically... So there is a basement. I guess there is. Ha-ha! Prohibition era. Alcohol place. Maybe. (laughs) I could not think of the word bar. That's hilarious. That's how long it's been since I've drank. (laughs) I said alcohol place instead of bar. I mean... I I thought you were going to say speakeasy or something like that. No, my brain was saying bar. What is it called? Yeah, speakeasy. Speakeasy? Okay. You gotta (gasps) speak easy. The principal of the Little Theater... Uh-huh. They're going to have a speakeasy type of area in the atrium now. Ooh. I saw the updates on Facebook or whatever, and I'm really excited. I hope they, like, make it very roaring 20s. That will be fun. Feel. I might have to buy a flapper dress and then go in there like I own the place. <laughs> my little feather in my headband and my little cute shoes and the little. Oh, yeah, the little kitten heels. Kitten Hills, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, yes, yes. I always felt like I was going to break an ankle when I wore Kitten Heels. I can do the big heels, and I can do flats, but I cannot do Kitten Heels. That's weird. Huh? It's like being on a top. Really? Yeah. They're too little. Maybe I've never seen them. Maybe they're I've like never worn them. big. Kitten that's heel. a heel? Yeah. Oh, psh. Yeah, that's the but, heel. But it's like tiny. Yeah. And it's like. It's, I hate them. Oh. It's like I'm bringing an ankle. Okay. They're more wobbly than the tall ones. Okay. That, that's your opinion. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but back on to Pensacola Singer Theater. Yeah. Like we were saying, there's a ghost. It's a dude. He died in an explosion in the basement when the boiler exploded. That sucks. Uh, but there is no known name for this man, and we don't know when the explosion happened. Oh. So maybe, maybe it didn't happen. And that's it. Legit, that's three things. Voices in the balcony, orbs, and 
electrician issues. So I use only one source for this podcast because that's all there was. Mm -hmm. Because there's literally only three things and everyone just kind of blurbed out this one source. So my source is Hunter Pensacola by Alan Brown. Nice. That Alan Brown is the guy that I was like, if he's at Paracon, I'm going to freak the fuck out. But obviously he's too good for Paracon. Oh. That would have been cool, though. Yeah. Paracon was very, very cool. I had a blast. There was so many crystals and so many psychics. There was so many crystals and so many psychics. And so many paranormal investigators. What was the other one? Housewives Hunters? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Uh, housewife Hunters. <laughs> housewife. Uh, ghost Hunters? What? What was it? Hunting Housewives? No. Ghost Hunting Housewives? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, anyway. I don't remember. We talked to them for a bit. They're cool. Yeah. And then there was a Komodo dragon just wandering all over. They forgot his leash at home, so he was just doing his own thing. Yeah, he was, they literally were just like, he can just roam. I was like, oh, that's not fine, but okay. Whatever. That's a big lizard. It's huge. It's as big as me. Yeah. Well, when we first saw it, saw it we thought it was an alligator. Yeah, I was like, is there an alligator over there? They got an alligator over there? Where's Steve Irwin? Dead. R.I.P. Do you think his spirit is still wandering? I think his spirit is with his son. Have you seen his son stuff? No. Oh my gosh, his son is just freaking like him. Oh yeah. He he's like, oh no, there's a super poisonous snake in the lion den. Let me go get it. No, little Irwin. (laughs) Like, no. That's how your dad died. Like, pay attention to the lessons. He's like, no, everything's fine. But that's how they were always raised, too. Right, exactly. So, I saw when he was really young, because now he's, like, got married with a kid. Yes. Steve Irwin's kid. I think both of them have children now. Yes. Um, But there was one episode of him on, like, Jimmy Fallon with Kevin Hart, and he brought all these animals out, and Kevin Hart was like, I'm not doing it. (laughs) And he, like, stood off to the side, like, no. He's like, not messing with them fucking animals. Good day. (laughs) You you don't, you can't make me? Nope. Nope. Was not part of my contract. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about like Komodo dragons. I'm not scared of them, but I'm not messing with them. That's cool. not my Komodo dragon. I don't know. We stayed like about five feet away. I'm not going to hold it. You told me you were going to pick it up. If it came near me, yeah. Okay. If it like rushed me. You are going to pick it up? And move it. You weren't. Like if, I would move if it. If it's running toward you, you're just going to be like, let me pick you up like a kitten? No. Like I would like pick up its face and move it. Oh. Move its face. Oh. Like, yeah, no. Like, I will take I, control of it. See, I was thinking I would kick it. No. <laughs> like, if it's charging at me. hurt it. I don't want to hurt it. No, if it was charging after me, it's, it's, well, actually, I probably would just run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've seen my fight or flight. <laughs> it's always Lindsay's flight. flight. Yeah, she's out. I'm so she's flight. done with that. Thanks. Good day. Oh, this is what you're waiting for me to do here. It's I whatever. I forgot all about this part. <laughs> we did chit-chatting. Yeah, we're just hanging out now, y'all. Since we didn't get to go to the, uh, I mean, since we chose to come here instead. Not didn't get to go. Nope. We chose to be good noodles and come see our faithful audience. I see you. You're out there. I love you. Yeah. We're manifesting it. But anywho, thank you once again, large and faithful audience. For listening to our episode, we release a new one every Monday. So hit that dispensary or wherever you go for your green things. And meet us back here next week for more spooky and witchy shit. In the meantime, 
Check out our Instagram, the Spooky Stoners Podcast. That's Stoners with three Zs. If you would like to contact us about your personal true crime or paranormal story, like if, I don't know, you were on Facebook with your codependent friend and something terrible happened to you, like a man shouting in the background that you didn't hear, but she did. You can email us that sort of story at the Spooky Stoners Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is Stoners with three Zs. Did you ever check that? What? The, the email? Yeah, I checked the email. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Again, that is Stoners with three Zs. So we will see you next Monday. And in the meantime, keep smoking spooky stoners. Oh, my God, with the alliteration. Yeah, right? Yeah, I checked I checked the emails. Because okay, one time you said, I haven't ever checked that. <laughs> ah, it kind of gets hectic. But I do. And, like, I, do, I just glance over it. And it's, like, all, like, your podcast has posted. And I'm, like, <laughs> cool. That, by the way, if I was constantly hearing people yelling... Through phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I hear it on this fucking podcast? <gasps> when I've Wouldn't that be so creepy? <gasps> Wouldn't that be so creepy if one day? No, no. Oh, okay. Don't no, you fucking manifest that. Talking about that. Do not. Bye, faithful audience. Bye.